Hey guys, so this episode right here is very different than the normal podcast you guys usually listen to. Uh, in this episode, this is actually a real call uh, that I had with somebody who was struggling and they reached out to me. And I wanted to put this out there with their permission because these are real conversations that I'm having with people. And this is where I do believe, like I say on the podcast, that it brings people value. And as you're listening to this, I want you to realize that in the beginning of the conversation, like everybody says, they say everything's doing all right. We're doing good. I'm doing fine. And in this episode, you'll hear how we kind of break down just from asking questions that there's really something going on in this person's life. And there was a lot of value that was brought in here. The person was very receptive. They started to get honest and open. And these are the real conversations that I have a lot. Uh, a lot of times, if you listen to the reels on my Facebook or my Instagram, you know, a lot of times the things I'm saying are things that I just got off the phone with somebody and I thought of and I posted it. So this episode, it's, it's a short episode, but this is a real conversation I had with somebody who was struggling and I thought this would bring you guys value. Thanks for listening and thanks for letting me share. It's Joseph. Hi, what's up, buddy? What's up, bro? How are you, man? I've been pretty good, man. I actually blew it up. That's good, dude. What are you doing now? I'm getting ready, waiting for Pete to come get me. Uh, he said he's going to work today. Okay. Yes, sir. <clears throat> well, look, bro, I mean... Yes, sir. Um, I know, you know, I, I, I talk to a lot of people, bro, and I know um, this is the stuff that I love to do, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's it's just being real. You know what I'm saying? Like you're being straight up, which which is the first part of it. But yeah, the second part is what do you feel like is the real problem right now for you? My, like uh, it just in life, general, I feel like I can't get this dark cloud over my head right now without my, my greatest my greatest problem is when I can't prosper and I can't expand at all whatsoever. And I, I feel like I'm just so depressed, man, because the fact that I can't get my license and I can't get a ride, so I can't get a, a good, reliable, five days a week, six days a week job to take care of my family, to put money in the bank even more, to help out my mom and my sister who's been taking care of me for years in the I mean, I just can't, I can't do nothing, man. I mean, I go to school full time online, you know what I'm saying, like that. But I just, I, I feel like, I mean, I'm doing good. My family, my, my baby mama, she, she, she she got problems too, man. But she's I'm trying to do good. My daughter, man, you know, just man, my daughter's never been in my life, man. She's always been mad at me because I've been in and out, in and out, in and out. This is the first time that she's actually believed in me, man. She sees that I'm trying to change. She sees I'm trying to be a different person, and it's it's just awesome, you know what I'm saying? When I I can actually give her a hug and kiss, you know what I'm saying? Like I gave her one thing too, and I act like I was gonna give my mom a hug, and I snuck one in with her, and she actually gave me a hug and kiss back, you know what I'm saying? I, that's <laughs> that's what lost the dog right there, but that makes me want to do way better and i feel like you know what i'm saying i can't do anything without getting this license because i mean I, I'm, I'm stuck at the house just you know what i'm saying it's miserable it's like i'm at home detention and well, well, i got too much time to think well this is the thing first you know if we focus on what we ain't got it's gonna make us depressed yeah. bro i mean oh, I'm like not, let me ask you a I question got, somebody told me this yes, other, somebody had told me this a while ago if I, when I was going through some stuff when I got out of prison, it was like three months yeah. after I got out of prison, and I was talking about similar stuff you're talking about, and and one yeah. one of one of a, I call him like a mentor to my life. He told me he's like, hey yeah. bro, if one of the dudes from the from prison, you were talking to them on the phone and you were telling them about your problems, what do you think they would say to you? They'd be like, bro, your problems are great. Yeah. Like yeah. you're telling me that you're you, free. The, your your hardest problem right now is the fact that you are home with your family 
you ain't got a vehicle yeah. to drive, but you got a job and you can be free, you know, and that's yeah. where we got to have some gratitude in our life. Like it's easy to focus on what we ain't got. And that yeah. will, that's yeah. why you're, that's why you're, I can tell you right now, bro, that's why you're depressed because you're focused yeah. on what you ain't got and why it's not happening yet. Yeah, you're right. You're dead, you're dead right. Uh, you know, and that's why I, just, I was just saying I got too much time to think here. I sit here at the house, man, and I think, and I think about the positive, I think about the negative, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, and you know what I'm saying? And I got I got psychological problems anyways, Joseph. They didn't want to prescribe my meds. I don't want to be on no meds, man. You know what I'm saying? Some of my need, like a, my chemical imbalance, I need something, you know what I'm saying, for that, you know what I'm saying? But I don't want to be on nothing that gets me high. I don't want none of that, man. It keeps sending me back to prison, man. I'm just scared, man. I was scared a few weeks ago. Thank the Lord, man. I thank the Lord Jesus Christ, Joseph. I don't know if Pete told you about it. Oh, my God, dude. Listen, dude, that, dude, me and my baby mom was in a dump. I was in a dumpster, man, and that's what I've been doing for a side hustle. I've been getting all this stuff, old furniture from, like, at the uh, thrift store that they throw out. And I bring it back to the house, man, and I've been... Uh, Resetting it all the way down and then refinishing it and stuff like that and getting it nice and trying to sell it on the marketplace. And I mean, I might sell one item a month. It ain't really much, but it, it, it's, it helps out, you know what I'm saying? And the cops pulled up on us and they found some uh, fentanyl and some ice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Joseph, I wasn't using, but it was mine, you know what I'm saying? I was hustling. That's why I was for about, about two weeks right before I got arrested. I went, I started hustling, you know what I'm saying? It's just a matter of time you have that on me. How long do you think it's going to take for me to start doing it, Justin? Well, that's, that's, you know that's, listen, insanity's doing the same things, expecting different yep. results, bro. You know, you, you, yep. you can't, if, if you, like, when I hear you tell me you don't want to go back to prison because you got your daughter in your life, but if we're going to be real, bro, you're doing the same things that's going to end you back up in prison. Yep. You're right. They did. And listen, and you got to take, you got to take responsibility for that. And you yeah, gotta understand that, like, like if, like, man, I, I know you've been in and out, bro, and and it's only because you are going back to the things that look. When I got out of prison at 26, being my second time, I made a choice. Yeah. My choice was that I know how I'm. I didn't want to get back there, bro. I didn't want to get back in prison, yeah. and I knew yeah, I'm not. What's I'm not gonna? Going back. What's gonna? Well, I mean, you, go you gonna go back, bro? No, I no, mean, no. I'm done. Listen, I'm done. Listen, I got arrested, Joseph. And God put me there for a reason to get, go through what, dude, you know, I didn't go through no witch because I was going to mess with them claim. I didn't go through no witch I was sitting there for 11 days, dude. They dropped all charges on me, man. They dropped all charges. I walked down there 11 days later. Man, I ain't touched nothing since I've been out. I ain't touched nothing. And Pete come on Thanksgiving. You know, his old lady really didn't know me and things, so she didn't trust me. And she finally actually got to see who I was and meet me. And actually, like, her judgment on me is totally different now. She's like, you know, he wasn't as bad as I thought you was. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I, I'm, I have problems. You know, I made mistakes. I said, but I'm not the man I used to be. I'm far from that. And, and Joseph, I mean, I'm telling you right now, you know everybody's going to tell you, oh, I'm doing good. I'm being honest with you. I'm really doing good, man. I'm really doing better than I've ever did in my life, man. I'm well, this really is, trying. This is what I know, man. Look, I had a problem when it came to staying sober because the drugs were not my problem, bro. My, 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 yeah. my The drugs were the solution to my problem. And, yeah. and anytime I try to do it alone by myself, I'm where, I, and that's what I know is happening to you, bro. You are alone. You're in your home. You ain't talking to nobody. You're, you're in your own yeah. head. And that's what happens when we get in our own mind. That's where the chaos is, bro. You know, that's why you, I got. You're 100% correct right here, dude. You hit that right on the head, dog. That's why I got in recovery because I, I was like, it's, it's scary, bro, to walk into a room 
you know what I'm saying, and raise your hand and talk yeah. about like what you're going through. But what's what's yeah. you know, and yeah, that that's afraid, right? That that that's that's a little fear, and and we don't end up doing it. But I'll tell you what's scarier is not facing my fear and having to deal with yeah. that stuff. So like either way, yeah. I'm scared, bro. Either way, I'm scared. Yeah. And, and I think you got to start being okay with number one saying I'm scared, and number two saying, yo, I need some real help, dog. Like I need, like I do, yeah. like I, like it's 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 great that you messaged me, right? It's great that we're yeah. talking on the phone right now. But but yeah. what I what, I, what I don't want to happen is this just fills up your cup and makes you feel good for a second and then when we get off the phone, you ain't doing nothing to continue in your growth because I don't want to uh, see you go it. back to prison. I know you're a good dude, bro. I was in prison with you. I I know yeah. but I and I'm a good dude. But you put drugs in yeah. me, and I, and it turns me into like the doc, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Me, me too, me too. Dude, and, I feel better, dude. I feel better now. Dude, I'm sober. I'm totally sober. I'm telling you, I'm still ain't got my 100% energy back yet. You know what I'm saying? I could take a couple months. But dude, I'm sleeping all night. I'm dreaming good. I'm positive dreams, dude. I, feel, I mean, I'm out here. I just, I feel like I got something to look forward to in life now. I really do. I, I don't. I'm not as depressed as I was when I was getting high. Well, of course. Before I was getting high and I was uh, enjoying myself, I'm not depressed. But like let me no ask more. you a question. Let, now, now, I'm a very real person, bro. When I, when I help people, I got to get real. I can't just sugarcoat things. I got to no, talk to you like a brother. I want you to be real with me 100%. So, if, are you doing, let me ask, what are you doing differently than you have ever done before, right now? Right now? In what your am life. I doing differently? Well, I mean, right now, I'm going to college. I'm consuming my off times with something positive going to college you know what i'm saying i'm uh just i mean i'm being around my family man i, I want to be around my friends what about no for your so let me ask you a question if you stay sober yeah do you think that's the reason why you go back to prison all the time is because of drugs i know that that's exactly so what are you doing for your drugs it's what i do for drugs for sure yeah which is the, the reason why you go back now what are you yeah. doing to, to make sure? Because today's a good day. Listen, bro, I'm five yeah. years sober, almost six years in January. I uh, still have to yeah. do things. I still have to do things today in my life because Joseph knows that those days are yeah. coming. I'm going to be in my own head too, bro. Yeah, they don't. So what am I doing right now? It's, it's almost like preparing for a fight. Like if you, if you know yeah. anything about boxing or, or fighting, right, or football or sports, these oh, yeah, dudes no, are no, these no, dudes no. are practicing and they're fighting because yeah. they know the fight is about to happen. They want to be prepared, and that's what you yeah. got to start doing, bro. Like I don't know. I mean, I would suggest a twelve-step program, but if you ain't gonna yeah. do anything different about your sobriety, it's gonna get you again, bro. That's a fact. It's, you know, I've done uh, probably about two weeks. That just one of the hardest things I've had to do in my life, dude. And uh, to love my life, mother, my child. You know what I'm saying? I had to, I had to cut ties with her, man. I, and I love her, and I told her, I was like, look, I love you. I want you to do good regardless if it's with me or it's with somebody else. You, you're a good woman. You're going down the path that I've been. You know what I'm saying? And rock bottom is a very, very lonely place, and it's a very, very hard place to climb out of. I'm trying to climb out of it right now. I said, and I told her, I said, look, you can't be getting high and me be sober and us hang out with each other. You're Listen, you're going to have to do a whole... The reality is this, man. How many times you been to prison? Six. Okay, you've been to prison six times. You're gonna have to start yeah. doing things a lot differently than what like your what, that, what you're telling I've never done it. I need I need ideas, man. I need I need help, man. I have never done it like that, man. So you know what I'm saying? I don't know exactly like what can I do differently. I don't know about that, Joseph. 
Well, that right there, what you just said right now, bro, is going to be your first step to actually change it. The fact that you are telling me, which I love you for that, bro, of telling me that I don't know is is great. Because sometimes some people will be like, I know, dog, I know, I know, I know. And I'm like, no, you don't, because I didn't know. Because if I knew, I wouldn't be doing the same old stuff. So the second thing is, have you ever been part of a 12-step program? Uh, Yes, I've done it before. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, bro. And I'm telling you this because I love you like a brother. If you don't get a handle and do something different when it comes to your sobriety, and there's a place for it, bro. I'm telling you right now, if you walk into a 12-step program and a meeting and you legit say, if you mean it, where Jerry says, I don't want to go back to prison, I will guarantee you, and I could promise you this, I know for a fact because I'm living proof and I got friends that are living proof. Listen, you know the stories of us, what we do in our drugs. I'm a ninth grade dropout, bro. The reason I have what I have today is number one, because of God, and number two, because of the program that's kept me sober. It ain't Joseph. All this stuff that I'm giving you right now, it's not stuff I got. It's It's stuff that, it's it's God, but it's also stuff that I learned through this program that is designed for, bro, I go to a meeting on Sunday morning at nine o'clock in Jacksonville, right? And I go there and, and there's meetings all around town, bro. There's meetings all yeah, around I'd town. To these meetings. I would love to go to them. If you, if you do what you did, and I don't know if you were like me when I didn't have drugs, bro, I got I got away to the drug dealer's house. There ain't no yeah. question about yeah, it. Yeah. I found a way. Yeah, you better believe that. I found yeah. a way. And, and and when the drug yeah. dealer wasn't didn't answer the door, I knocked on his window, bro. You know what I'm saying? I didn't just yeah. go home. Yeah. And if you if you yeah. take you know what that is? That's called a fighter. That's called that's yeah. called somebody who's willing to fight and get what they want. Now, why did you do that for drugs? Because you knew the yeah. drugs were going to change how you feel, right? Yeah. If you yeah. believe that you can do this program, because it will change the way you feel, bro. I promise you. I was suicidal, dog. I did not want to live. Yeah, that was, that's how I was a few months ago, man. I was suicidal, I was. and I walked into those rooms with tears in my eyes, just real as all can be, like, yo, I don't want to go back to prison. I got a family. I want to stay sober. I don't know how the hell I'm going to do this, but I'm willing to do it. I'll be honest about my good days, and I'll be honest about my bad. You tell me what to do, and I'm going to do it. Because I didn't, I really didn't want to go back. The fear of going back to prison was the, the, the heaviest weight I carried. Yeah. So I, I knew know, uh, I knew I had to change something. I was I was, uh, I was doing something like that. Uh, it's called uh, I think it's called Pathways or whatever like that. It's, uh, it's like an app on uh, on your phone, and you got like a mentor. And my count actually when I was going to the clinic, my counselor at the clinic, she was my mentor on there because she quit the uh, clinic and she went to work at the hospital. And she made me download this app, and she was my mentor. She still has, I still talk to her, and she still, like, gets on to you, that thing, like, where have you been? Like, because I told her I went to jail, and she's like, what happened? And she's real. Just love her respect because it's like, she's real about anything. She don't shoot about nothing. Well, that's she the, to you, off. you know what's crazy when I walk into a meeting, and I talk to a, I talk to a sponsor in, in an AA meeting, bro. These dudes aren't making any money off of me. And they have, they're real, like you just said, because they want to help me. You know why they want to help me? Because it helps them too. Like me talking to yeah. you right now is, is helping me. That's the beautiful part yeah. of this whole thing. You don't have, the, the reality is this, my man, you don't have to go back and you don't have to use drugs another day in your life. Condition was chasing me.
brother. Hey, my bad. I apologize. No, you're good. You're good. So you to get trash cans out service This is the truth of the fact, man. You, if you don't want to use drugs anymore, you don't have to. I'm not going to. I'm done. I don't even, I, and I know relapse is part of the program. No, 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 no. Relapse ain't part of the program. Relapse is part of not doing the program. Relapse yeah, is part I'm of... Not, I'm not. I'm done with that, dude. Listen, can I ask you a question? Yes, sir. I'm going to talk to you like a brother. How many times have you said in your life, I'm done with that life? How many times have you said it? For real? Honestly? Yes. Twice. That's it? You've never... You think twice? You think you were never getting high before and thinking, I don't want to no, do I this anymore? I couldn't wait to get out. I couldn't wait to get out and get high. So there was... I always had, do you, I always had pills waiting on me when I got out. So do you think it was more than twice that you've said to yourself, whether you said it out loud or you felt it in your heart of you didn't want to do what you were doing? I mean, uh, Minka actually said it, Minka or just said it just to say it. No, 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 I'm talking about how many times have you said it to yourself or thought to yourself what you just, because you said it out loud. All What you say out loud is in your mind. So how many yeah. times in your mind did Jerry say, I don't want to get high no more, man. I don't want to do this no more. I mean, yeah, it's part of them bonds, man. I mean, of course. Count, actually. Yeah, so now, now I'm going to ask you, just because you're saying it to me is great, but I want to know you got to you gotta be doing something totally different than you. Because listen, I have said so many times before too, bro. I don't want to get high no more. Why don't, but then I keep doing, I keep getting high. And, and that's, that's what a lot of people don't understand. They don't understand why does the addict not want to get high. Why, Joseph, you got out of prison, bro? Why'd you go back to drugs? Why were you getting high in prison? I don't understand it. And I would say, I don't understand it either, bro. I really don't. And the reason why was because wanting to do something is great, but doing the same things, thinking I'm gonna stay sober the same way I did now, just on sure willpower, like, oh, because I want to stay sober, I'm gonna stay sober. It ain't enough. Yeah. It, I promise you, bro, it's not enough. It's an every gotta, listen, it's Joseph, an everyday what I need thing. To do for this first year is I need to get part of a program, twelve step program, like you said, and I need to work and go to every program to consume my mind for this first year. You know I'm saying that's what I need to do. So you need to take things every single day at a time. The one thing yes. I'm going to suggest of you to do, if you really want to stay sober, because this is going to happen to you. I know, like it's it's crazy, bro. I've said this story before. I woke up one morning. It was about seven o'clock in the morning going to work where me and Pete used to work. And, or this was before that, Pete didn't work with me there. So it was seven o'clock in the morning, I woke up with no drugs and I said, man, I'm so glad I ain't doing drugs today, man. I ain't chasing drugs. I'm never gonna do drugs again, bro. I'ma stay sober, I feel good. I got some money in my bank account. Life is great, I'm never touching drugs. By 12 o'clock that day, I was, I was high. Because the sure willpower of not wanting to do it ain't enough. Because what happens is I get in my truck and I drive and I'm in my mind. And if I'm not gonna do anything with the stuff in my mind, my mind's gonna do the same thing I do every day. Which is, yeah. my mind only knows when Joseph feels pissed off, when Joseph is depressed, when Joseph is nervous, go get drugs, bro. And I had no defense yeah. against that. Yeah. Now I have to start creating defense against that. Your defense yeah. is two things. It's picking up the phone and calling me and saying, hey dog, I'm not, cause it's gonna happen. You If you don't ever call me in the next 30 days and tell me you're thinking about getting high, I know, yeah. I know you're lying. Yeah. Because it's gonna happen. 
I was the same way. I create yeah. so many lies in my own head because I'm telling other yeah. people lies that I don't even know what's true. Yeah. And you have to start, you have to start, you have to start started, being honest. I started at methadone clinic, hey Joseph, I started at methadone clinic. And dude, you know, I, you know, I was sober for the last eight months in prison, dude. And my sister's like, hey, I don't want you to get back on a deal. Why don't you go to the clinic? There's one right here to be in the neighborhood. So I was like, all right. And they jumped me up to like 130 milligrams so quick. Dude, I couldn't do that. I was falling asleep at work with PPI fire me. I don't blame them. Because I, I didn't build up a tolerance yet to it. I'm freaking literally He's like, look, this is my job, dude, Jerry. And as soon as I fell asleep one time, I went to the house next door to use the restroom. An hour later, Pete comes in there. I'm Jerry, what the heck? I fell asleep on the toilet. And Pete's like, look, Jerry, come on, load up, man. I got to take you home, dude. I'm sorry, dude. You need to get sober, dude. And I done it one more time. He brought me back to work one time, and I done it again. Then he, he made me stay home for like a month. And then ever since then, I, I stopped doing that. You know what I'm saying? I, I stopped. You know what I'm saying? I stopped doing all that stuff right there. Listen, you're going to have to. How many times have you? How many times in your life have you went to an AA meeting every day, been honest with other people in AA, and honestly worked the steps of the program? Like, like, a, never. like, never. So never. let me tell you something. It's time to try something different, bro. Uh, hey, dude, I'm willing. I'll, I'll try anything. Just I really, and, and I look at you, dude. I know if you can do it, I can do it. Hundred percent. I'm a schmuck, bro. Mm -hmm. I was, I yeah. was worse than you. I was, I wouldn't fall yeah. asleep on a toilet. I, I wouldn't even show up to work. I'd be stealing the tools, <laughs> taking them to the pawn uh, shop, no, bro. Tell you. I don't care if I don't get no sleep. I'm coming to work. The only thing about it, I'm reliable. I understand, but I'm saying drugs ran my life, bro. Yeah. And they don't have yeah, they just, so. So for you right now, I don't give a shit about your work. I don't care about the car. I don't care about yeah. even your daughter, dog. Like me. I love you, you and I love me. your daughter, but I care about your yeah. sobriety because yeah. I know that's the most important thing to your daughter. Dude, that is, that is it ain't, like, it ain't, it ain't getting your car, bro. It ain't, yeah. it ain't wanting, it ain't wanting to stay sober. It ain't wanting to stay sober. It ain't like I woke up today and I'm going to keep talking about how I want to stay sober. Nah, bro. It's chasing recovery like you chase drugs. And I promise you on everything I love, if you do it a hundred percent and you're willing to do it. And let me tell you something, it's going to be uncomfortable and it should remember the first time you had sex with a girl. Yeah. Was it uncomfortable? Were you no, nervous? Great, yeah, well, I'm of course nervous. it felt great, but you were nervous because it's uncomfortable. When you first rode a bike, when you first rode a bike, you were scared, bro, because it's uncomfortable. You know, when you first walked, it was uncomfortable. You know, anytime yeah. you do something new, it's uncomfortable. But it's in the uncomfortability yeah. that you will find change, bro. Because yes, if sir. you keep doing this, if it's uncomfortable, you know what that means, bro? That means, oh, wow, I've never done this before. You know what? Yeah. That might be a good thing because all the things I used to do land me back to prison seven times. Mm -hmm. So if I'm doing something yeah. that is different, it's uncomfortable, but it should be because I never done this yeah. before. And you know what? You'll start, you'll start getting hope. You'll start feeling like, you know what, man, I'm doing something about my sobriety because all the other yeah. stuff, bro, does not matter. You don't stay sober. You're going to end up in jail eight, nine times. God willing, you don't die. And I don't want that for you, bro. Your daughter yeah. don't want that hey, for you. Hey, Joseph. Yeah, is there is it is there an amount of times I can call you? Like, if I have a problem, can I call you at any any time? Of course. Like if I'm going through some stuff, okay. Because I got to get ready for work right now, man. Pete's about to be here. Get ready for they work. Told me here. Call. Yeah. Do me a favor. Text me when you're on your way back. Text me your home address. I'm gonna find you a meeting that's by your house that you can go to today. All right. All right. I will. Yeah. I'll text you my address right now. All right. All right, man. God bless you, man. Right, Thank you, dog. Love you, bro. You too. Love you too, bro. Yeah. So when you guys were listening to that, I want to point something out. In the beginning of the conversation, 
the problem to the individual was his vehicle, his job, and his situation. And I find that a lot of times that's what we do, right? We think the problem is our outside and what's going on in the external. But as you continue to listen to the conversation, you realize that there was an internal problem. But the, the, the individual was not focused on the internal. They were focused on the external. And that's very normal. That's very, it's even normal to me that a lot of times we think the problems in our life are our car, our relationship, our job, and, and none of that has to do with the internal. And that's the truth. And I, I wanted to put this recording out there because these are real conversations I have with people every single day. And, and honestly, I see it all the time. We constantly are looking at the problems of the outside and we think that's the problem, but it's not. The real problem is what's going on inside. There's something deeper and the reality is it's just coming out and we think, because we don't know how to process it because we're not used to that, right? We're not used to looking in the mirror today. We're not used to saying, well, the problem is because, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm stressed out and I don't know how to handle life on life's terms. But we say instead of that, the problem is I'm frustrated with my job. That's what we think. And when you say that, you, you internally are, are giving the problem to a situation that you can't control. The only thing you can control is your insides. And I love these conversations and I wanted to put this out there on this episode because I think these are the reasons why I want you guys to understand why I preach what I preach. I have conversations with guys getting out of prison every day, in recovery, or, or whether they're in recovery or in prison, that are dealing with life on life's terms. And all the time when they tell me their problem, I continue to ask them questions and they'll tell you the problem is not what I'm telling you actually. This is what the real problem is. That's what Let's Get Real about. Let's Get Real about, let's be honest with what's really going on. That's how we change our situations. That's how we have better relationships. That's how we wake up with joy. That's how we go to bed and lay our head at night knowing we didn't hurt anybody because we internally are looking inside. It's hard to do. It's very hard to do because we're not used to it. But I promise you, it's where the change happens. I hope you got some value out of this. You know, I want to share more of these conversations because this is where the value is, right? This is where I believe we create change. It's in real conversations. It's you guys understanding that, yes, real people are doing this. That gentleman, as I blot out his voice and I blot out his 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 name, he, nobody knows who he is, but you get to hear a real life example. Now think about you. What's your real life example? What are you thinking the problem is, right? And honestly, you want to have that conversation with me? I'll give you approval before I put it on the podcast. But if you want to have that conversation with me, message me right now and I will talk to you just like I talked to him. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to talk to you like a brother or a sister and I'm going to get real with you. That's what we need to do. We need to get real with each other. I'm not going to sit there and give him tactics on how to save money to get his job and how to save money to get his car because that's not the problem. The problem is his sobriety. And that's, that's for you right now. I know it. If you're listening to this, there's a problem in your life today you think is the problem. And I want to find out what the real problem is. I want to ask you questions. I want to deep down inside because I love you. I want you to change. And I want you to focus on where the change is. It's inside. I love you guys. Thanks for listening to this episode. Thanks for letting me share.